the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome. You are listening to Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston, New England's oldest African-American church. Hope and Faith Ministry features the inspirational sermons of my father, Dr. Wesley Roberts, senior pastor at People's Baptist Church. We're so glad you're here. Dr. Roberts has a powerful message of hope and love for your life and mine. Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston. Amen. Amen. Glory to his name. Good morning to my People's Baptist Church family. Good morning to our guests and friends. Welcome to this live streamed worship service. Coming to you from the historic sanctuary of People's Baptist Church of Boston. It's certainly a delight to be together on this, the first Sunday of November, where we can praise and thank God for his goodness. This is what it's all about, giving thanks and praise to our God. The title of the message today is Keys to a Blessed Life. Keys to a Blessed Life. Most of us automatically assume that it is our divine right to have good health, security, freedom, and all the things that we enjoy. But the Bible says that everything we have is a gift from God. We wouldn't have it if it weren't for the grace of God. And so in John chapter 1 and verse 16 we read, Out of the fullness of his grace, he has blessed us all, giving us one blessing after another. Everything that we have is a blessing from God. Now I assume that someone could say, well, I've worked hard for whatever I have. The question I would ask is, where did you get the ability to work? Where did you get the intelligence? Where did you get your health? Where did you get your life? They're all gifts from God. God delights in blessing his children. He wants to bless us more than we want to be blessed. Here are four keys to a blessed life. First one is you receive God's blessings through Christ. Receive God's blessings through Christ. Everything God does for you and to you and through you and with you and in you, he does because of Jesus Christ. If you want God's blessing on your life, you need to learn to love Jesus. If you want God's blessing on your life, it doesn't start with a principle. It starts with a person, Jesus Christ. In Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 and 4, the Apostle Paul says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
In Christ, God has given us every spiritual blessing in the heavenly world. That is, in Christ, he chose us before the world was made so that we would be his holy people, people without blame before him. See, all of God's blessings are wrapped up in Jesus Christ. This is the exact opposite of what every other religion teaches. In other religions, you receive God's blessings through keeping rules, following regulations, and doing certain rituals. But Jesus Christ has paid for all the blessings in your life and mine. It's only in a relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ, that we can begin to have the blessings of God in our lives. So you may think, I'm waiting on God to bless me. But the truth is, you're not waiting on God. He's waiting on you. God has already taken the first step so you can be blessed. Listen to the Apostle Paul in Romans 5, 10 and 11. For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his son, while we were still his enemies, we will certainly be saved through the life of his son. So now we can rejoice in our wonderful relationship with God because our Lord Jesus Christ has made us friends of God. God sent Jesus to earth uh, to bring us back to himself. He came and died on the cross so that all the things that we have done wrong could be forgiven and so that we would come back to God. And today we are going to be taking the Lord's Supper to remind us of what Jesus Christ did on the cross for us. But the second key to a blessed life is celebrate God's blessings through worship. Celebrate God's blessings through worship. So what do I mean by this? Thank God for what he has already done for us. God loves to bless people who are grateful for what they have already received. God is not excited about people who are always saying, when are you going to bless me again? When they have not even paused to thank him for what he has already given to them. So when you give thanks for what God has already done for you, that is called worship. You see, God loves it when we thank him for blessings he has already bestowed on us. And when we do that, he blesses us with even more. You see, God loves to bless his worshipers. Worship is far more than just attending a worship service on a Sunday morning. Worship is a, is a lifestyle. It is an attitude of gratitude where you constantly thank God for everything in your life. You can worship God all day. You get up in the morning and you say, thank you, God, that I'm alive. Thank you for giving me another day. You start taking a hot shower and you say, God, thank you for hot water. Because there are many people who don't have hot water. You put on your clothes and you say, God, thank you for the clothes that you have given me. 
You go into the kitchen to make breakfast and you say, God, thank you for the breakfast that you have provided for me. And you start out on your way to work and you say, God, thank you for the job that you have given me. Thank you for the colleagues and the friends that I, that I have. You see, you live in an attitude of perpetual thanksgiving. You see, when God sees you do that, he wants to bless you even more. Because you're grateful for what you have. He wants to give you much more. If you are ungrateful, why would he want to bless that? He doesn't. So you celebrate the blessings that you do have through worship, even as we are doing this morning. In Romans chapter 5, 1 and 2, Paul says, Therefore, since we have been made right in, the, in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us. Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand. And we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. He said Jesus paid for our blessings with his life. Grace is free, but it is not cheap. It cost Jesus his life. Jesus said, I never want you to forget the sacrifice that I made for you when I died for you. I never want you to forget that everything in your life is because I paid for it with my life. That is what the Lord's Supper is all about. Jesus said, I never want you to forget the sufferings that I went through for you. And no one who has seen the the movie, The Passion of the Christ, can ever forget. It is etched in our mind forever. So what should be my attitude when I take the Lord's Supper? Should I feel guilty about my sins? No, because the cross paid for them all. They are forgiven. Should I feel grief that Jesus died on the cross? No, because he didn't stay dead. He is alive today. So if I don't feel guilty and if I don't feel grief, what do I feel when I take the Lord's Supper? Gratitude. Gratitude that God would love me this much, that Jesus would die for me to pay for all of the things that I've done wrong in in my life. The Lord's Supper is a celebration. It is not a funeral. It's a celebration of what God has done to pay for all of the blessings in your life and mine. The Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 16, when we, using the Living Bible paraphrase, says, when we ask the Lord's blessing upon our drinking from the cup of wine at the Lord's table, this means, doesn't it, that all who drink it are sharing together the blessings of Christ's blood? And when we break off pieces of the bread from the loaf to eat there together, this shows that we are sharing together in the benefits of his body. 
Notice the use of the, of the words blessings and benefits. So what are these? What blessings and what benefits do I get from what happened on the cross? One, Jesus paid the penalty for my sin, so I don't have to pay it myself. I get to go scot-free. I don't get to go to hell, but I get to go to heaven because Jesus paid for all of the things that are wrong in my life. And that is good news. But two, he broke the power of sin, which means I can now change. I don't have to stay stuck in a rut. I can let go of the habits, the hurts, and the hang-ups in my life. And three, he has guaranteed a place for me in heaven where I will spend eternity in his presence, singing his praise and honoring him, along with brothers and sisters who also love the Lord from all ages. Romans 8, 32 says, Since he did not spare even his own son, but gave him up for us all, won't he also give us everything else? Yes. If God loved me enough to pay for my eternal salvation, he certainly loves me enough to help me live my life here and now. He he certainly um, loves me enough to be able to help me with my finances and with my health and the relationships that I have and, and in every other area of my life. So I don't need to worry. God wants to bless your life and mine. We receive it through Christ. We celebrate it through worship. And the third key to God's blessing in our life is expect God's blessings by faith. God blesses people who trust him. God blesses people who expect him to bless them. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1 says, Faith means being sure of the things we hope for and knowing that something is real even if we do not see it. Only faith can guarantee the blessings that we hope for. God loves it when we expect him to take care of us. It's a compliment to him that we trust him enough to take care of us. Or you say, God, I don't know how to handle this problem, but I'm trusting you. You have blessed me in the past, so I'm certain that you are going to do it again because you are a good God. God, I don't know how this is all going to work out for me. I don't know the solution to the problem, but I know this. You're a God of blessing, and you have blessed me many times before, and I'm expecting you to bless me now. It is faith that brings the blessings of God in our life. Every time I choose to worry instead of trusting God, I'm displeasing God. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6 says, Without faith, no one can please God. 
Anyone who comes to God must believe that he is real and that he rewards those who truly want to find him. Let me ask you a question. What are you expecting God to do in your life this week? I know already what God is going to do in your life, even though I'm no prophet. The Bible says, according to your faith, it will be done unto you. That means you get to decide. God is going to do exactly what you expect him to do. God says, you get to decide how much I bless your life. According to your faith, it will be done unto you. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said, we really have only two alternatives. You either worry or you doubt. Trusting God or worrying about it yourself. Listen to what Jesus had to say in, in Luke chapter 12, 24 through 26 and 29 through 31. He said, look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest. They don't have storerooms or barns, but God feeds them. And you are worth much more than birds. You cannot add any time to your life by worrying about it. If you cannot do even the little things, then why worry about the big things? Don't always think about what you will eat or what you will drink, and don't keep worrying. All the people in the world are trying to get these things, and your Father knows that you need them. But seek God's kingdom and all your other needs will be met as well. Amen. You see, in the entire universe, there is only one thing that worries, and that's human beings. Everything else in creation trusts God. Animals don't worry. Plants don't worry. And I don't believe in the rocks worry. We are the only creatures who doubt our creator and spend time worrying about how we are going to make it. Notice the words, your father knows. See, when we worry, we are saying, God, I don't believe you will keep your promises to us. I don't believe that you love me. I don't believe that you will meet all of my needs. And God says, you're acting like an atheist. Your father can take care of all of your needs. The need you have in your life right now, God knew it before you knew it. Planned the solution before you even knew what the need was going to be. And God is saying, are you going to trust me to meet your need? God blesses people who trust him, who expect his blessings by faith. But the fourth key to a blessed life is share God's blessings with others. Share God's blessings with others. God doesn't want to just bless your life. He wants to use your life to be a blessing to somebody else. The more you share with others, the more God is going to bless your life. 
Paul says in 2 Corinthians 9 and verse 8, God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. God says, I bless you abundantly so that you can bless others abundantly. Here's how it works. You start blessing others with what you have and God gives you much more. You see, we are blessed to be a blessing. God wants to bless us so we can bless others, so he can bless us more, so that we can bless others more, and on and on it goes. But let me close by asking a couple of practical questions that we need to ask ourselves. What am I good at that I could do for others? Not for profit, not for payment, but just to do it for them so that I can be a blessing to them. What do I know that I could pass on to someone that would be a blessing to them? What do I have that I could give to someone who needs it or, or loan it to them because they need it in order to be a blessing to them? Who do I know who needs to know Jesus Christ as Savior? That I could invite to watch a live stream worship service or when we are back in, in personal worship to invite them to, uh, to the, the church. The greatest blessing that you could give somebody is to introduce them to Jesus Christ. So the question that we must ask ourselves seriously, is anybody going to be in heaven because of you? Will any of your friends, relatives, co-workers, neighbors be in heaven because you took the time and the opportunity to share your testimony of God's goodness with them and use the opportunity to share the plan of salvation that God has for humanity? As Christians, we are who we are only because of the riches of God's grace. It is a grace of God that lifts us up when we are down. It's a grace of God that gives us comfort when we sorrow, that keeps us safe when we are in danger, that sees us through the long, dark nights, that strengthens us when we are weak, that gives us hope when we are discouraged, that directs our footsteps along life's journey, that supplies us with answers to our prayers, and it is a grace of God that forgives our sins when we repent. Without God's grace, our burdens would be too heavy to bear. Without God's grace, our trials would be too hard to tolerate. Without God's grace, our sorrows would be too great to survive. Our hearts would be too broken to heal. And our fears would be too fierce to overcome. And God has declared that his grace would always be sufficient regardless of what we may be facing. This is the good news which we have to share with others so that they too can experience 
the peace, the joy, the hope which we have experienced and continue to experience. We are blessed to be a blessing. Share your blessings with others and God will keep blessing you. Amen. Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. You can reach us at 617-427-0424. Come visit us in person or on the web at www.pbcboston.org. And tune in every Saturday morning at 1030 for another inspiring message of hope and faith. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.